hi everyone i'm sarah and i'm harley bang bang and on today's episode we thought that it would be fun to take a little stroll down memory lane and share some of our worst date stories i have to say thinking about these again did make me feel a lot better about being single so maybe it'll do the same (laughs) for you guys Uh, so just a disclaimer that bad dates are subjective. So we do recognize that while you may not find some of our stories to be that bad, we personally found these to be the dates that continue to haunt our memories. And we just found them kind of awful to live through. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, if you listen to any of these and you think that the guy on the date sounded pretty cool, maybe reach out to us and we'll see what we can do to put you guys in touch. <laughs> slide into our dms send us an email we'll do our best to be your personal matchmaker although i will question your choices if any of these people (laughs) sound good to you (laughs) all right sarah you want to kick things off so whenever i think of awkward first dates um this is always the first one that comes to mind there was nothing like overtly terrible about it like he wasn't a bad person or anything like that but it was just so excruciatingly awkward we went to um like a speakeasy style place so there was no food or anything it was just cocktails we order our first drink we get through some small talk and then I realized that at every slight pause in the conversation like a normal pause when you're meeting a new person the first time where you like finish a a line of conversation you take a sip of your drink whatever that's normal at every pause he would go oh well what next what next like (laughs) pressuring like me to invent like new lines of conversation on the spot (laughs) and I I would consider myself a decent conversationalist but this just put me so on edge like I couldn't relax the conversation did not feel natural I only ordered one drink because they were really strong cocktails and I was driving and we weren't eating he ordered three drinks while we were sitting there like the second one I was like okay I'm not done like I'm not done with my drink that's fine he can order a second that makes sense but then when he ordered a third I wanted to be like what are you doing like we're clearly not having a good time right now like why are you extending this it was just so awkward um but side note this was a couple years ago I saw him like a couple months ago on the OkCupid app, which like calculates your match percentage, and we were a ninety-eight percent match. So, what? Just a reminder that on paper compatibility does not really account for anything. <laughs> oh my god! And you have to wonder, like, they gotta match you with people they know you're not compatible with. They just want you to keep using the app. I think, <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, how about you? What's your first story? (laughs) Well, this one's going to be controversial. Um, However, I maintain that this was ridiculous. So match with this guy online. And he seemed, you know, like normal, I guess. That's the that's the standard for for <laughs> meeting up with the guy. <laughs> Sadly, yes. <laughs> yeah, like normal-ish too. Like just like close to normal. So whatever. So he suggests meeting up at this like chocolate place, like this place that sells like cute chocolates. So I was kind of like, yeah, fine, whatever. Um, and I didn't really know what like the plan was, but he suggested meeting there. So I kind of assumed he had like, I don't know, a thing in mind. This was pre-COVID, so I, I, didn't, I didn't know if there was seating there or what was going to happen. But I felt pretty like good about just leaving it to him. So we get to this chocolate place and you know, kind of browse around and I pick like a chocolate bar that was, you know, not, you know, like around the same price as his was. We get to the cash register. He only paid for his chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just need to like, let's take a minute and think about this. He didn't pay for a chocolate bar. (laughs) Like at a cho- this was like by no means some gourmet chocolate with like gold flecks in it that was crazy expensive. He also suggested the place like this was cheaper than a coffee. It was a chocolate bar. <laughs> 
let me remind you before people start coming at me with like, oh, but people have different financial situations, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, first of all, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Secondly, he worked for the city as an engineer. <laughs> like, I was paying his salary to be an engineer. <laughs> so i was super unimpressed um i like i was in shock and and then the rest of the date his big plan was to walk around the city which like in general i really don't like this whole like walk around idea i find it really awkward again pre-covid so it really didn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. it was a it was a hot summer day and like as we walked out we like whatever opened our chocolate bars the one that i paid for and (laughs) And like as we walked, my chocolate bar was just melting in my fucking hand. And like <laughs> and I was I was in such a bad mood. Like literally I tapped out at this point. Like I, I didn't even try to pretend like I was interested in him. I was so annoyed. There was literally no way he could come back from that. <laughs> so like we just walked around. I gave him one word answers with my chocolate bar melting in my hand. And and then at the end of our little walk around, he was just like, oh, so like, do you want to go grab a beer? I was like, no, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so God, I, I will like never get over it. Every time I walk past that chocolate place, I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> it's forever tainted in your memory. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, my next story is actually not about the date itself. It's more about the post-date follow-up. Um, <laughs> anyone who follows me on social media, I posted about this recently because it came up in my memories. But um, I had a first date with a guy that actually was pretty good, um, you know, as far as first dates go. And then a few days after, I was... Um, I was in a graduate program. I was writing my dissertation, which like, to be clear, I was in like my mid to late 20s at this point. Um, I think in the UK and I don't know, possibly Canada too, but I think they use the word dissertation to describe like your undergraduate thesis. So I just want to be clear, like we were like late 20s, early 30s. Like this was not like a 21 year old, you know, situation. So (laughs) this was like a couple of years ago. Um, So I had to defend the proposal, which is basically like the first three chapters. So he texted me and like asked how the defense went. And I had taken a photo that morning with a coffee mug that said, carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man. (laughs) And I had like posted it to be funny, like, you know, walking into my defense, like with this mantra or whatever. So I was like, oh, it was good. Um, I passed. And then I sent him that photo. And I was like, probably because I started the morning with my lucky mug. And he like lost his fucking mind and like was like, I just can't. Not every person is confident. Like you're diminishing like (laughs) self-esteem issues that like, you know, that some white men have. And I was like, I was like, this is a commentary and a joke on society, like that the people that have the least right to be confident are the most confident which is like a proven psychological yeah. I was like you know like Dunning-Kruger effect like this is a real thing and he was like this just like it isn't okay to like joke like that and not he basically was like not all white manning yeah. me and yeah. just like flipped out he canceled our second date like it was like a whole thing then I got another message from him a couple of days later, like apologizing and like acknowledging that he overreacted and whatever. And he like asked if I would go on another date with him. And obviously I did not have high hopes at this point, but I was like, I'm going to go on this date and meet him for a drink and show up in like a Black Lives Matter shirt or just like something <laughs> like, you know, that also shouldn't be controversial, but for whatever reason is. And So we had these plans. He like canceled at the last minute in a really shady way and then asked me to reschedule. And I was like, no, because he said we can talk about this. Like, I want to talk to you about this. Like, I want to apologize in person or whatever is what he said about the second date. And so when he canceled at the last minute, I was like, no, like you're clearly trying to like avoid having a conversation about it. And you're hoping enough time like passes that 
by the next time we meet up again, like I won't <laughs> want to talk about this anymore, which really means you don't know me at all because yeah. if I have something to say, it's getting said. So that second date never happened. And um, we never spoke again, except for when I ran into him at a work event. <laughs> what? <laughs> His job, like, volunteers a lot and does a lot for my job because I work for a nonprofit. So we have a lot of like community partners and his organization was one of them. So he somehow got a ticket to like this big fundraiser we do every year. And I was just like, oh my God, fuck my life. Like we didn't really talk. He just said hi. And I said hi, but I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like where I live, I need to move to a bigger city. I don't even live in like a small town, but it's clearly too small if this is happening. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, so my next story also involves meeting someone online. So we matched and uh, I saw on his profile that he was from England. And like, I have to admit, you know, I thought that was cool because us North Americans have an obsession <laughs> with British accents. So. Um, side note, the mug guy also British. So he oh. really tainted British men for me. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> Not all British men, Sarah. <laughs> Not all British white men. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this guy, you know, of course, I was like, oh, cool. He's from England. But like his profile, again, seemed normal. And he seemed like funny and witty enough. Um, you know, he didn't blow me away or anything. But his profile and his messaging kind of met the basic criteria for a first date. So uh, we kind of like arranged to meet and I like to meet fairly quickly. But I did notice as we continued to message and as it got closer to the date that he brought up the fact that he was British a lot in our messages, <laughs> like to an unnecessary degree. Like he just found random ways to work it in. And it was annoying because it seemed like he knew it was like a bonus point in his favor. So he kept <laughs> emphasizing it. Like I remember he would say things like, oh, yeah, you know, a Brit like me definitely enjoys his tea. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> or like, oh, or like, you would, you would the opposite and be like, oh, I bet you'd be surprised that as a Brit, I like hockey. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, it got really annoying. I was kind of just like, I get it, you're British. Like now, it's lost its novelty. Um, but again, you know, it's kind of like the other options dating wise really aren't that great. So I'll still meet up with him. Maybe he'll calm down on this Britness eventually. And then I remember really shortly before our date, he suggested a phone call. And I was like, I was kind of like, whatever, I'm not opposed to them. So I said, fine. He calls me, I answer. And then he starts singing a song, like <laughs> singing a song. And I had never heard this song before, like in my life. So I was really confused. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I didn't even think we'd had a discussion like about music. So I like, I was just like, what the fuck is this? So I let him finish his little ser serenade. <laughs> and I was just like, what was that? Like, <laughs> God, I'm like cringing internally. I've never heard you tell this story and I am not enjoying it. <laughs> it. It gets better. So I was just like, you know, what was that? I don't know that song. And this is actually where white people are going to get really upset with me. Because um, he was just like, oh, that song was Hey Jude. <laughs> hilarious that you hadn't heard it but also why the fuck was he singing that to you like that's so weird because well yeah so I was kind of just like well I I don't know that song and he was like oh you don't know it it's by the Beatles and I was like I don't listen to the Beatles <laughs> like I don't know what you want from me so I acknowledge most people would have understood why he was doing like he was trying to connect it to being British like here's another reminder oh. you know the big British band but I like, didn't even just, make that connection. That's so awkward. It was, I mean, it was so stupid. Um, so I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, thanks, I guess, for that. But yeah, he really tried 
at every turn to play up the whole British angle. Honestly, this was the point I should have just cut it off with him. But still gave him a chance. Still went on our dates. Uh, we go for drinks. And, like, unsurprisingly, he continues to be annoying and obnoxious. And he kept talking about being British. But then he started spinning it like it's this huge burden in his life. And at one point, he was like, I mean, honestly, it's just frustrating that people keep bringing up my accent. Like, there's so much more to me than just my accent, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, like, I couldn't hold back. I was just like, you know, you're the one that keeps bringing up you being British. I haven't brought it up once. And he was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, it was so obnoxious. It was kind of like, you know, those people that get like a really giant tattoo that's in your face and then they get annoyed when you ask them about it. It's just like, come on. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is ridiculous. I assume there was no second date. (laughs) There was not. However, so like this day, I I was just not enjoying myself. um, And I knew there was no point in dragging it out longer than it needed to be. So when he went to the bathroom, I actually waved the waitress over. And I was like, when he comes back, can you please bring the bill? Oh, my God. (laughs) And she like totally understood why. Like she like, she's like, she gets it. She's a girl. (laughs) Um, So So he came back and like right away she came over and brought the bill and like walked and quickly walked away. And he looked so confused. He was just like, oh, like that was a bit rude of her to do that. Like we didn't say that we wanted the bill yet. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Super weird. But I guess we should all up and go. <laughs> and then the hilarious thing is like, like I did not give any indication like whatsoever that I had enjoyed our date. Like I I'm pretty. um I am like incapable of pretending I'm enjoying myself. I'm not. So I kind of just ended it quickly. And then like later on, he kind of, he kept texting me and then he referenced something that I don't, I don't even remember what it was, but he was just like, Oh, you're so gullible. And I was just, I I responded and I actually have the screenshots. I was looking at it and I was just like, it's pretty rude to call someone you don't even know gullible. And then he responded. He was like, Oh, I was just joking. And then I didn't respond. And then like the next day he followed up again. He was like, oh, I actually didn't mean that comment. I was just joking. Are you offended? I still didn't respond. And then he followed up again. He was like, don't judge me by one text. I mean, did I come across as obnoxious when we met? And I was just like, (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy was just clearly not self-aware at all. So that was the end of the road for him. um wow I don't even know how to respond to that Um, so my next story um so I live um about like 25 30 minutes from a major city so I had plans with a guy to go into the city I don't mind driving into the city um for dates there's like more to do there better restaurants I don't really love bringing people down towards my area if I can help it because I would rather not bring men into my house like if we did decide we wanted to like go back to someone's place or whatever I don't really want it to be my place so I'm fine doing the driving um so I was gonna drive into the city we had plans for like seven o'clock we're texting that day he comments that he got out of work like unexpectedly early and I kind of I said like oh like if you want I could just come like straight from work like we could do something earlier if that works better for you like there was I can't remember what he said but there was something that indicated that maybe that like would be better for him and so he was like yeah that would be cool like let's do that and then he was being really weird over text about the fact that it was supposed to be raining like he was like I'm just so disappointed that it's gonna be raining and I just like that you know really like put (laughs) He didn't say puts a damper on things. I would have made fun of that. <laughs> but like, that's like the vibe that he was giving off. And so in an attempt to be like encouraging because it's not that big of a fucking deal. Like we had plans like at a restaurant. Like he changed the reservation. Like to like it wasn't like we were just going to be outside or whatever. Um, and so I was like, well, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like I, you know, I really can only stay a few hours anyway, because I'll be coming straight from work. And, you know, eventually I'm gonna have to like let my dog out and stuff. So like, we can just hang out at the restaurant, like they're not gonna kick us out. Um, We don't, you know, we just don't really need to walk around if the weather is bad. 
I thought that this was like the appropriate thing to say to like assure him that this wouldn't be that big of a deal. He got so weird about it and was like, oh, I didn't realize that you were only planning on staying a couple hours. I really <laughs> wish that you had told me that I would have made other plans for later that day. Like, first of all, what? I, I don't know what this man's dating life is like, but I never <laughs> approach a first date with the assumption that it will last more than like two hours. Like if, yeah, it, really. if it does, if it lasts that longer, great. Like I've definitely had first dates that are going well and you order another drink or you, you know, order more food and you stay longer. And that's nice when that happens, but I would never assume that it's going to last that long. And I was kind of like, Look, I kind of said that. I was like, maybe we have a different first date experience. But even if I had come at seven, like I didn't expect to stay longer than a couple of hours. And I was like, but if like me having to leave to let my dog out is going to like bother <laughs> you, like we can just stick with the later time. Like it's not that big of a deal. And he was like, yeah, like, sorry um, for, you know, the misunderstanding. Like, I guess I just like. I didn't realize like with that time that you'd be coming straight from work. Like, yeah, if you wouldn't mind the later time, <clears throat> that would be good and whatever. So again, as you said earlier, I should have just not gone on this date. <laughs> like that should have been a red flag. But when you've like had a normal interaction with someone for a couple of days, it's like you feel obligated to see yeah. that through and give it a chance or whatever. <laughs> so I go on this date this motherfucker showed up 25 minutes late, like giving me such a hard time about the timing and not spending enough time in Philly and whatever. Like he showed up almost a half hour late. Like that is not an okay amount unless you have like a major traffic or like a work emergency or whatever. But I knew he had got out of work like midday. So it wasn't any of that. And that immediately just put me off to, like, the whole thing. Like, I just did not yeah. want to be there. Like, it was – that just was so off-putting to me. We still obviously only stayed on this date for a couple of hours because that's normal. Like, honestly, he probably would have gotten more time out of me if I had come straight from work because it would have yeah. been earlier and I just would have had more energy and whatever. So, yeah, I mean, nothing about the date itself was, like, especially notable, good or bad. But, like, that whole lead up and the fact that he showed up that late after all that was just, like, so off-putting to me. Yeah, that's super rude. And I say this as someone who is, like, frequently late for many things. But, like, 25 minutes is really, really like it's just so disrespectful of your time especially also, if he didn't tell you if he yeah well you. yeah like he did like tell me oh I'm gonna be a few minutes late or whatever but like I did not oh. realize it was gonna be that late and it, in a if he had just been late and none of that other stuff had happened like I would have been a bit annoyed because 25 is excessive but like things happen I get it like it's not the end of the world I'm pretty I have a lot of friends that are always late so I feel like I'm used to it but it was more like the oh, I didn't realize that you were only yeah. going to be here for a couple hours. I would have made other plans. It would have been nice to know so I don't end up with nothing to do <laughs> later oh tonight. God. Like, did you just assume that I was going to come back to your place after? Like, it was just such a weird set of assumptions. Like, it was so weird. Yeah, that's really annoying. Good riddance to him. All right. Agreed. <laughs> so my next horrible date story involves a guy I actually met like at a bar um we I guess we were like beside each other ordering drinks we got to chatting he seemed like you know pretty nice and he you know was able to carry a conversation decent looking whatever so he asked my number and he was like yeah like let's meet up I'm gonna plan a really fun date for us it'll be great and I was like okay cool so then we started texting back and forth and, you know, like nothing really stood out from the messaging, but he did say a few times, he was like, yeah, I'm going to plan something really fun for us. Like, it'll be a really fun evening. Um, so, and I like, this is relevant. Uh, so he kept kind of saying that. So then we finally, we plan, we meet up. Um, and I remember we met up in the kind of like a grimy, like crappy corner of town. Like it's almost like the equivalent of meeting in Times Square. I was like, here, this is weird. Um, but whatever. So he shows up like a little bit late. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, whatever. 
know, not great, but I, I know that I am late myself, so I didn't think about it too much. So he, he meets up with me, and the first thing he says was, oh, do you know where this address is? Like, let's just pretend. It was like, do you know where 20 John Street is? And I was like, no, I don't know where some random ass address is. Like, do I look like a map? <laughs> And this was actually before I got a smartphone. Like I got smartphones way later than everyone else. Um, so he asked me if I could look up on my phone. I was like, no, I actually like don't like have that on my phone. Um, so we had to ask like a random woman who was walking by, like, can you tell us where 20 John Street is? And she looked it up and kind of gave general directions. So we started walking and I remember thinking like, this is weird. He planned like a fun date and he doesn't even know where it is. But again, I was like, okay, you know, it's fine, I guess. And then it occurred to me, I was like, I don't actually don't know where we're going. So I asked him, I'm like, oh, what's at this address? And he was just like, oh, you know, my friend actually just recently moved into a new condo. So I just thought I wanted to swing by and see his new place and say hi to him. <laughs> Yep, he wanted to swing by his friend's new condo. That was the address he was looking up. So I was just and like this was a couple of this was a few years ago. I today I would never go through with like the rest of the date after that. But back in those days, I was like, give people a chance. I was just like, okay, whatever. So we go and like yeah his friend meets us in the lobby we go upstairs and like his friend also had a roommate so like the three of them and I, so i kind of thought he was gonna like swing by see the inside and then like we'd leave no we get in he sits down on the couch his friend brings drinks and like literally they just started talking amongst themselves like for the day they were just talking about random things they had done last week they started making plans for later that night in front of me for like what they to do. yep they were like yeah let's meet up at like this bar later and i was just sitting there silently and then they got on the guy's computer and do you remember that game i think it was called like lumosity or luminosity it was like <laughs> like the brain game yeah like that oh my <laughs> yeah, like, like for, for anyone who doesn't know, I, like they were kind of like logic games, like a you know brain teaser type puzzles. They were like really big for a, a while. Um, so they started playing those on the guy's computer for like a really long time. Like the, this just went on and on, and then finally, like we leave. Um, and like, yeah, we go downstairs and I was mortified. And he was just like, oh, so like, do you want to go grab bubble tea now? And at that point, I was just like, no, honestly, this is not working for me. And he was just like, oh, okay, then. And we parted ways. That's insane. I mean, that would have been horrendous regardless of what the plans were. But the fact that he said, like, I planned something super fun. Yes. <laughs> It was like the hyping up that was like the worst part of it for me. Oh my god. Ugh. All right. Well, this last story that I have, this is what I think of when I think of like a bad date. And I will say, I don't feel like I have that many bad dates. Like I have a lot that are awkward or boring or whatever, but I, I never really leave like hating the person or whatever. <laughs> this one was truly bad. So, um... We had plans to do something on like a Monday and that Friday we were texting a bit. We were just commenting that like we didn't have we didn't really have plans that Friday and whatever. We ended up making like a spur of the moment plan to do something that Friday. And like the tone of the messages were pretty clear that it was probably going to be like a hookup situation. Like that's like <laughs> why the date was changing. Um, nice. like, I was fine with, I had, <laughs> I was in the midst of quite a dry spell at this point. <laughs> so I was like, whatever we had texted a bit before. Like, I mean, I wasn't going to go straight to his house or anything, but like, I felt comfortable enough with this being like the tone of the date leading up to it. So we made it this, um, brewery uh like right down the street from his house it was actually really cool I've been there many times since so I mean thanks to that guy for introducing me to that place I guess <laughs> but um we like get a beer I can tell he's like very like antsy and like on edge like I was kind of like looking around a lot and just sort of like taking in like 
the place because it was a cool place and he kept being like are you okay like you're you're looking around a lot like are you okay like he was just like really awkward but I at that point had already driven like 30 minutes to get there and I was like I need to end this dry spell like this is happening so I looked past this awkwardness and after a drink or two like we decide to go back to his place he had warned me that he had he literally like just moved into a condo so he did warn me that like not everything is set up and whatever like I knew that it wasn't going to be like everything was in place or whatever at his place but that was fine again it was very clear what the purpose of like this day was (laughs) um so we get to his place we like order some pizza or something while we're waiting for it to get there we start like playing um like a like a board game or something which had he had said before like that we could do that at his house so that wasn't like an awkward suggestion or anything like it It wasn't like you guys it wasn't like you guys playing lumosity yeah no (laughs) (laughs) um so at this point he asks me if I would like to smoke weed and I said no it really doesn't bother me when people smoke weed I know people have like different opinions on this it doesn't bother me personally but I was like no I'm good like I thought it was kind of like a random suggestion for like a first date and he was like oh are you sure like why First of all, no one should have to explain to you why, like, if you're doing, if you're, like, saying no to, like, an illegal substance, but uh, he was like, oh, like, do you, like, not smoke or whatever, and I was like, well, I'm, like, job searching right now, and, like, you never know in my field if you're gonna be, like, drug tested and stuff like that, so, like, it's not a good idea for me to do that right now. And he was like, I mean, what are the chances that in the next, like, three weeks that you would, like, get an interview, get a test, like, you'd probably be fine. That should have been my red, like, if someone's trying to pressure you to do something you don't want to do, that should have been, like, the immediate red flag. And I should have left. Um, But I did not, because, again, (laughs) like you said, this was a couple years ago, and you're giving things a chance. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then he was like, do you care if I do it? And that also weirded me out because if you need to do it that badly that you're going to do it even when the other person isn't, like, that's weird. But in my head, I was like, okay, like, if he offered me a drink and I didn't want one and he poured himself a drink, I wouldn't find that inappropriate so like maybe to him this is the same he was very antsy so I was honestly like maybe this weed will calm him down (laughs) like maybe I should just let him so he like smoked a little bit whatever it was fine the pizza comes like we eat it was all fine finally we start hooking up like things are happening clothes are coming off and he goes to just like put it in and I was like um like you need a condom like what are you doing and then he was like oh my god I just moved here and I don't have any and I wanted to be like what is wrong with you like it was so clear that that's what the purpose of this day was (laughs) like that's why we changed the date why the fuck wouldn't you have condoms on you I don't carry them around like I'm not a guy like I have some at my house but I don't carry them in my purse like <laughs> you whatever so I was just like okay like I guess we don't need to hook up like it's fine like you know we can you, like we can just hang out like I was like whatever we're not gonna have sex then he goes on this whole thing about how really the best part of sex to him is pleasing a woman and how he just wants to like go down on me and that's all he cares about and blah 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 and like it doesn't matter to him if he gets off like he likes to get women off multiple times etc etc and basically like begs to go down on me and so I was like I mean twist my arm like yeah gonna like insist (laughs) like whatever and I specifically said to him I was like look if that's what you want to do, I'm open to that. But I need to be very clear that we are not having sex. So if that is going to bother you, we don't need to do anything. Like, I don't want you to feel like you have to, like, do this for me just because I'm here or whatever. Like, we are not having sex. So if that is going to be a problem, let's just not do anything. He was like, no, 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 like, not a problem, blah, blah, blah. So that all happens, whatever. 
And then sure enough, like as soon as that's done, he started to like pressure me to try to have sex. And I lost my mind because I could not have been clearer. Like if I hadn't given that disclaimer beforehand, I would have been like, whatever, like he's going to try to shoot a shot. Like he's a guy, (laughs) but I could not have been clearer. And I have never like left somebody's house the way I left his house. Like I literally like jumped up off the bed start putting my clothes on I was screaming at him I was like what the fuck is wrong with you like this is so disrespectful I could not have been clearer like this is your fucking fault to begin with for not having condoms like how dare you I was like screaming and like I like stormed out it was a whole thing and he had this like weird big like complicated parking lot in his complex and so I'm like in my car I'm trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of there before I even could leave the parking lot he had texted me and was like I'm really sorry like I just don't think this is gonna work out I feel like you I feel like you deserve better than me like yeah no shit dude like thank you for confirming what what I already knew so yeah that's probably like my worst date ever which again partly my fault I guess so to speak because I ignored like very blatant red flags along the way but you know was really trying to end that dry spell so again men the bar is so low like all you have to do is show basic respect and like you would get luckier in the dating world than you think (laughs) you've already you've already lost all the guys with that they're like yeah all you have to do is show basic basic respect they're like what (laughs) That, that is too much. <laughs> uh, what, I I just have to say, like, what a fucking asshole! Like, that is just so not okay on so many levels. Uh, I like my mind is blown. I'm glad that like you were able to just kind of like get out and tell him off. But yeah, I mean, if anyone makes you feel uncomfortable or bad, I mean, fuck that guy. Not literally, but like. <laughs> That, and like um, it's also one so of those, not okay yeah and it's like one of those situations where had he been a different person like yeah. I can see how people would have felt very uncomfortable reacting the way I did like he was yeah. like this is gonna sound kind of ridiculous but like I could have physically overpowered him if I had needed to. Like, I did not feel, like, physically unsafe. And I'm also, like, an outspoken person in general. Like, that's my natural personality. But I can totally see how, like, someone who's a little less comfortable speaking up combined with a man that has a stronger, like, physical presence, I can Mm. see how a woman would, like, feel pressured to go along with it. Or at least not, like... To not freak out so much and tell him off like you know it's it it's like a power dynamic thing and that was not in play in this particular situation but had he been like you know six foot and like 200 pounds and jacked or whatever like I don't know if I would have screamed at him in that way like I still would have left but you know you can get yourself into situations that feel very dangerous and uncomfortable and like fuck like guys that put you in those situations like fuck that guy like you said not really (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh that is horrendous god all right so my last date story um right off the bat I'm like embarrassed to admit this but I met him at (laughs) comic-con not just at comic-con like we met at comic-con speed dating (laughs) so when you first said it I was like that's not that embarrassing that's kind of cute but okay maybe that's a little embarrassing (laughs) yeah and like I mean to be clear I did not go to this being like I'm going to go speed dating like I happen to be going to the event because I'm a cool person sure sure And then, like, I saw the signs, and, like, already I was having a really good time. Everyone there was friendly. So I was like, I feel like this is probably one of the possibly better places to meet guys who at least won't be assholes. Yeah. So, um, so whatever, did the speed dating thing. The one guy in particular was cool. Uh, we both, like, chose each other or whatever on our list. Uh, we start texting pretty quickly. Uh, and he did, he actually lived two hours away from my city. But he was planning on being in town, like, I don't know, that upcoming weekend. So we made plans to meet fairly quickly. And 
So we set that day, we planned to go to an escape room because uh, it was like all the rage at that time. And like in the days leading up to the dates, I noticed that he texted a lot. Like he like was like a triple quadruple texter. Um, and it was just, it was like kind of weird, but I was like, all right, like he's obviously kind of a nerd. He's awkward. Hopefully this will calm down over time. But, like, I remember it got to the point where I would literally pretend to go to bed at 8 p.m. Just to stop the text. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, he has texted <laughs> so much. So, we go on the date itself. And, like, I was so not into him. Like, I was, I like, he was just really needy and awkward and off-putting. Like, nothing was horrible about him. But I just was, I was not interested in him. Like, he tried to put his arm around me at one point. I, like, physically recoiled and, like, moved away. Um, the escape room place took, like, a photo of us for their website. And, like, I stood, like, two meters away from him. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I remember at one point, so after the escape room, like, I knew I was not interested in seeing him again. But, like, we just went to grab a coffee. And we were sitting there. And he was, like... He was like, okay, so like, I'll ask was probably on both of our minds. Like, how do you think this is going to work with us being in different cities? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you really thought that that's what I'm thinking right now? I'm thinking like, what's the quickest way I can get home? I did not say that, but yeah, I just kind of played it off. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> and like, just ran home. Um, so that that's not the the end of the story though. So it was like just an awkward kind of cringy date, but it could have ended there. However, he sent me a we he sent me a lot of texts afterwards, and I luckily was able to find those screenshots. So I'm just gonna read out to you guys the screenshots, the messages that were exchanged after this date. Which again, like I did not really give any signs that I was interested in him. So he texts, "Hey you." I made it home safely. Hope you had a great time tonight. Whatever. Like, we learned that we would be pretty screwed if we ever had to fight our way out of an escape room. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't respond. Uh, and I had told him that I was going to a party on the next day. So the next day, he followed up again. He was like, how was the party? I still did not respond. Then he sent another message a few hours after that, being like, oh, so are you bored of the party yet? Ha, ha. <laughs> And I still did not respond. Then the next day, he sends another text being like, hey, can I ask you something? And at this point, I was just like, oh, my God, what? Like, so I was like, hey, yeah, so what's up? And he was like, um, okay, yeah, so I hope the party you were at was fun last night. I wanted to ask you, uh, what are your plans for next weekend? I'm probably coming down again. So I was thinking maybe we should check out this bar I've heard about. And I was just like, oh, sorry, I'm pretty booked like all of next weekend. So I don't think it'll work. And then he said, oh, OK, I'm just really busy the next few weekends after that, because, you know, we have Thanksgiving on this weekend and then I have my cousin's wedding the weekend after that. So maybe if we could even meet up for lunch or something, that would be great. Hopefully we can figure something out. I did not respond to that. Then he texted again saying, I'm off to the gym and then to run a couple of errands. I'll text you later. So I still don't respond to that. Then a few hours after that, he responds back. So any plans for the evening? Oh my God. <laughs> I still do not respond to this. So he texted a few hours after that to say, I'm guessing you've passed out already. LOL. Good night. I still don't respond. Then the next day, he follows up with another text. So on our date, we had talked about the game magic the gathering i i've actually never played it but i think i just imagined i'm like oh yeah i've never played that game it'd be cool to try it like that was all i said mm -hmm. so the next day he texted me saying i'm going to teach you to play magic the gathering tonight through the magic of my cell phone being able to record videos <laughs> so then a few hours later, he sends me like a couple of videos that he had made teaching me how to play Magic the Gathering. And then he sent those. He was like, sorry, the quality on them kind of got reduced, but you can still understand what's going on. So at this point, I start to feel a little bit bad since he had put in the time to make videos. So I just responded. I was kind of like, oh, I'm sure they're great. I'll watch them when I get home later tonight. That was it. 
uh, I will say I, I acknowledge that potentially after like the 10th message, I maybe should have replied to him to be like, Hey, I don't think this is, <laughs> yeah, I think that would have helped in this situation. <laughs> like, shut up, but I was just like, Oh, I don't feel like dealing with this guy anyway. So yeah. So all I said to the videos was like, Oh, cool. Thanks. I'll watch them later. Then he responds. He's like, cool. I'm just in the middle of making dinner. Where are you at? And then I didn't respond to that either. Then he sends another video a few hours later. He's like, I'm going to bed. Text me if you want any more videos. And I'll let you know the next time I'm coming down to your city. And then I didn't respond to that. And then he sends a last message. Oh, by the way, our picture from the escape room isn't up on their website yet. I've been checking. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually feel bad for this guy. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like, again, I I acknowledge in hindsight I should have jumped in earlier to kind of let him down easy, but it just... I, just, I was like, how are you not getting the hit? I'm yeah, not I mean, I feel bad for him because he clearly has no social awareness. Like, if he thinks yeah. that these are, like, appropriate ways to interact with someone. And, like, on paper, he was doing the quote-unquote, like, right things. Like, we want men to, like plan a second date and like express an interest but like also read the room like <laughs> like you can tell when someone is not interested in you like I mean, at least I can tell I guess not everybody can but that's I don't know that's why I feel kind of bad for him because I feel like he just totally lacks social awareness <laughs> for sure and like and again I, if anyone thinks I was like a bitch for, you know, just completely ignoring him, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> did it ever actually like end or did he eventually just stop messaging? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the last message I have from him is him saying that he was checking the escape room website. Our photo still wasn't up. <laughs> so I think I suspect that was maybe the end of the road. Uh, or that's the, that's the last screenshot I saved. So I, I really hope he has since found love. Or at least gained a little more social awareness, but it was it was just a really cringeworthy experience. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to close out this episode, we wanted to take a few minutes to read about some of your worst first dates. Um, we asked you guys on Twitter to DM us or to send us emails, and we got a few good submission so we figured we would share a few of those because we're only two people and everyone has a wide <laughs> variety of experiences um so if you want to go ahead and get started and read our first submission all right so uh most of this i'll kind of just read verbatim how it was described to us uh, i went on a date with the world's most nervous man he kept messaging me how nervous he was. And then when we met, I had to pick the place because he didn't know what to do. I suggested a Thai place, but he was 29 years old and said, I've never had Thai food before. So we got Mexican. He couldn't decide on an order. So finally, I encouraged him to just pick something so we could eat. So he got nachos. Then when the plate came out, he kept moving his plate in circles saying, I just don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> then finally, he picked up one, one corn chip, broke off a corner of it and nibbled. <laughs> oh um, him saying he's never tried Thai food reminds me of when I was trying to pick a restaurant with someone we were planning a first date. And he said he the only food he doesn't like is Asian food. But he like <laughs> could not specify like Asia is a huge continent. Like, what does that mean? Like, Chinese, Japanese, Thai, Vietnamese, do you count like Indian and the Middle East as Asian? Like, he could not like specify what he meant by that. And then he just kind of like ghosted mid conversation. We never actually went on the date. So I guess he didn't like all my Asian food questions. <laughs> and you know, I bet you with a guy like that, he probably identifies himself as like one quarter Irish, one quarter Polish, <laughs> one tenth Italian instead of just saying he's white. <laughs> 
but I don't like any food from the entire continent of Asia. <laughs> I mean, you like what you like. Like, if you don't like the food, fine. But, like, tell me what you don't like. Like, Asian food does not actually <laughs> narrow it down. <laughs> oh, my um, God, an idiot. Um, so, I got a tweet that says... Um, I was asking about bad dates and this is a guy and I actually like when men respond with their experiences about women because like we love to you know trash what it's like to date men but I'm sure women at times are no picnic either but um, (laughs) this guy said so many the scariest was after a nice dinner my date came over we're kissing getting really hot and heavy then she leans in licks my ear and neck and whispers you are so going to regret this. Oh my God. <laughs> I stopped, asked what she meant. She just looked at me and said, you'll see. <laughs> and then he just said, date over, LOL. Like, that is terrifying. <laughs> like, I, that sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> the, the scariest part was her saying, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh man all right the next story i have is also from a guy so he wrote we were sitting in a bar and two black women walked in my date nodded towards them and said have you ever been with one of them jesus i am cringing already (laughs) to which i responded after looking over and said no i've never met either of them before Which is, like, the most well-intentioned, like, nice answer. Like, he didn't get what she was asking. (laughs) And then she said, no, I mean, uh, and he wrote, he put, wrote star, star, star. So I think we can fill in the blank on what word this date of his used. No need to say it out loud. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I was shocked and just said, yes. And she said, oh, my God. She said, are they different down there? Oh, my God. (laughs) At which point I just left. Uh, Thank you for leaving. What a horrendous woman. Yeah, that that is terrible. And um, I responded to that message. And he said that's one of the few dates that I've had to, like, just leave in the middle. And, I mean, that does say a lot. Because if anything from this episode sticks out, it's that... Once you're in it, a lot of people will just give it a chance. Like, so if it gets that bad that someone just has to straight up leave, like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so the next one um, listed, like, a whole bunch of things that were wrong with the state. So I'm just going to kind of summarize. Um, but she said he shaved his head the day of the date so he didn't look like his picture He was giving off, like, racist vibes. He talked about himself a lot and how much money he made. He was, like, sitting in a way that his leg was kind of on the back of her chair. And she got a bad vibe from that because it just felt like he was sort of, like, blocking her exit. Like, so she went to the bathroom, kind of thought about it for a second, decided she was going to say she was sick and leave. So she did all that. Um he offers to drive her home which is also like weird because you don't want that guy to know where you live and mm-hmm. she's like no no i already ordered an uber so um all of that was whatever um but then she said oh last thing before the date he and i talked about keeping it casual and during the date he said we should drive to a football game five hours away tidbit <laughs> this date was in the spring and at least six to seven months before football season would start that year <laughs> Which I just thought was a hilarious, like, you know, side note to an already bad date. Um, Men do this all the time, though. They say they want something to be casual, and they do not have any understanding of what casual (laughs) actually means. So I thought that was funny. (laughs) That is hilarious. And yes, before any of our male listeners chime in, yes, we know women do it, too. Like, relax. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You know there's some guy out there itching to be like, so do women. <laughs> um, all right, next up, this uh, it's another guy. Uh, he's on a date with a girl who turns up late, not just fashionably late, but an hour late. Uh, and again, <sighs> I am late myself a lot, so I kind of get it to a certain point. An hour is just so disrespectful. Yes. 
So she shows up an hour late. She is wasted. <laughs> she is also very emotional. She proceeds to come on to me very strongly, which I have to kind of resist because I haven't even had a drink yet. And then she gets very abusive about this. Then she starts crying and going on about how nobody loves her. Oh my God. <laughs> I am uncomfortable as fuck. Then she says she thinks she's going to be sick and goes to the bathroom. I then slip out as fast as I can, call a pizza place and go home. <laughs> that is an excellent way to end a date like that. Yes, um, that is intense. And again, this is why I like hearing men's experiences because <laughs> that um, that's a lot. So our last submission is also from a guy and... The message is, was very long, so I am going to summarize it, but I will say that both HBB and I read this and laughed so hard. Like, the way <laughs> the message is written, it was such a slow burn. Like, it was a great way to tell the story, but in the interest of time, I will summarize, but I still find this one hilarious. Um, so, basically, this guy had in his profile that he enjoyed stand-up comedy, so this girl messaged him and was pretty direct and said something like, hey, we should go and see a comedy show together sometime, um, which good for that girl. Like a lot of girls won't even message first or whatever. So she was like picking up on his profile. Um, they chat for a bit. They agree to go see something. He asked if she liked improv um, because he knew of an improv group that was playing that night that he'd seen before and they were good. Um, so they meet up. They chat for a bit. He said fairly general small talk. She kept saying how she was a big fan of live comedy in a way that almost seemed like she was trying to convince me, which I thought was a bit odd, but I thought maybe she was just one of those people that's super enthusiastic about something. So he mentions that he's like seen this group before. They're good. She said she hadn't, but she loves comedy, including improv, and she was really excited. He said it started to feel a bit awkward that she was so eager. So he was like happy when they were invited inside. Um and he goes, we sat down, the group came out and got going. Fairly standard improv stuff, occasionally shouting out questions to the audience for settings, places, etc. I was enjoying it, as were most of the crowd, but I couldn't help noticing that my date didn't seem to be laughing much. In fact, I realized after a while that she wasn't laughing at all and seemed annoyed whenever the group asked the audience for ideas. Occasionally, she'd shoot me a slightly annoyed glance, too. So they get to like intermission. Um, he asks if she wants another drink. She says she might leave. And he asks her what's wrong. And she said, oh, it's not you. I'm just not really enjoying the show. So he tells her that's fine. He'll walk her back to the train station. She's like, no, no, it, it's fine. It's just a few, you know, doors down. Um, if you're liking it, like you should stay. And so he's like asking if there was like anything in particular that offended her or whatever. Um, and she said that she thought that they were making the audience do a lot of the work for them and that sometimes it seems like they're just making it up as they go along. <laughs> Which is like the very definition of improv comedy which she had claimed before that she was a huge fan of so when we got to this point in the story I laughed so hard um and then he, he noted that he stood there in shock for a second or two um he like you know they said goodbye he let her leave or whatever um and then he did say they texted a few times over the next couple of days but at that point the damage was done and they didn't see each other again and then he ended his message with I still have no idea what her side of the story would be if she told it did she just not know what improv was had she seen it before but somehow done very differently was she really into other live stuff and did not realize this would be different I guess I'll never know <laughs> so yeah the whole build-up and like her repeating how much she loves comedy and loves improv and then that being how it went I thought that was hilarious <laughs> I have decided that on my next date I am going to talk about how much I love basketball and then go to a game and then complain that there is too much bouncing of the ball <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. <laughs> also, I have like so many thoughts on this girl. Like, aside from just like the fact that she's clearly lying about liking improv, 
who gets up and leaves a date just because they're not like finding the show funny i mean you know like i thought that, that was such a weird high yeah like i have sat through thing again like if someone's making you feel uncomfortable or whatever like that's different but if it's just like this event isn't as fun as you thought it would be like I feel like some people need to loosen the fuck up. Like, you do not need to leave partway just because of that. I don't know. Yeah, you you like, dodged if, a bullet there, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if this guy, like you said, was making her uncomfortable or, you know, the vibe was awkward or whatever, that'd be one thing. But if that were the case, like, I don't think she would have even gone into the show. Like, it wasn't about him. It was yeah. about the show and what a weird reason to leave like you're already there if yeah. you like think the guy is worth getting to know yeah stick it out and ask if he wants to like grab a drink after and then talk about how that wasn't really your thing like it, it's just such a weird weird way to go about it so yeah he definitely dodged a bullet yeah well that wraps up our episode we hope that you enjoyed our as we reminisced on some of the worst dates we've had if you've been feeling lonely and locked down, hopefully this made you realize that it is not always better to be in the company of other people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and if you think that you've been missing out on dating because of the pandemic, we assure you that you have not been missing out on very much. So oh, that is accurate. So um, <laughs> if you have any other thoughts or just want to talk about your bad dates, feel free to still respond to us on Twitter at love life liquor i remembered our twitter handle this time so <laughs> congratulations to me <laughs> or you can also reach out to us at love life and liquor podcast at gmail.com thanks everyone for listening and we will see you next time bye <laughs>